All right. Well, let's start. Hello and welcome to the Substandard Podcast. I am Thomas. Have you done any woodworking, Chris? Yeah, I started a class with my um, biracial son and daughter uh, at the local elementary school over the weekend. It's been great. We're making a birdhouse. Also, I have chronic um, diarrhea and my name is Victor Mattis. I thought you were going to go with gout. Oh, he is that too. But it also seems like... uh, I remember listening to one of the episodes recently where they're talking about colonoscopies and Vic was adamant that he was not going to get a colonoscopy. And for the amount of times that guy has irritable bowels, um, he is the first guy who ought to be in line to get a colonoscopy. That's my that's my medical opinion. Thomas says, as a doctor, what would you say? I, I, I can opine on this without actually having a stool sample. You'd have to. I don't want to just guess. Yeah. I looked at Matt Damon's filmography. And one of the movies that he's been in is Monuments Men. That's a movie I have probably tried to watch five times and never finished. I just turn it off. It's terrible. Ryan, have you seen it? Um, I think I started watching it, but it, yeah, it's not it, worth it. And George Clooney is so pissed about that movie because. Um, yeah, it's, it's Kate Blanchett, Hugh Bonville, Bill Murray, yeah, Lord Grantham. Uh, George Clooney, but it's fucking terrible. It's like if you put men in the title of a movie, it automatically just starts to suck. Monuments <laughs> Men, The Company Men. So he wanted it. So George George Clooney wanted it to be like lighthearted, like Ocean's Eleven, but in World War Two, and so that's what they shot. And then the studio was like, No, no, no. We want a serious like Saving Private Ryan. And so they didn't shoot. They just Edited they reshoot. They just to be. <laughs> they took out like the jokes, but all of the actors are act or acting like they're in um you know like they're in an Ocean's Eleven movie and it's fun, and th- but then it's edited as if it's you know very serious and. Who, who's so. the director of this piece of shit? Oh, it's George Clooney. Okay. Yeah, they. Uh, he didn't get final cut, <laughs> which. With his track record, why would you give it to him? I, I so, saw speaking a, of Hugh Bonneville, um, Thomas, did you see what's coming out in the new year? No. Another it's, it's, Downton Abbey movie. Really? Yes. That's great. Like that act that gives me a really good reason to rewatch it too. Yeah. And and to come visit us so we can go uh see it in the theater. I like the way you think. Sorry, Ryan, what were you saying? Ryan, do you have Downton Abbey thoughts? No. Wh- which season do you like the most? Other than why but be like that just haven't had a chance to get i know it's probably good you're too busy watching princess switch i've got four uh, to i've got to watch steve jobs at least three times a week um <laughs> I think, that's I think what you put in your that. pastor's planner yes <laughs> the, i have a super cut of all the nude scenes from shame Shame, obviously. Yeah. To... No, so I was scrolling through the apps the other day. I was trying to find a movie to watch. And, and I saw a movie and I was like, I want to make a joke about this movie, but I didn't want to watch it. So, so, here, so I really wanted to watch the Gemini man and make a joke about it. But I think like it sounds so terrible that I didn't want to. So there's the joke and I'm done. What, mispronouncing the Gemini man? Yes. Jiminy, Jiminy, okay. Jim. It sounded like you said Aunt, Aunt Jemima, but yeah, I thought that that was <laughs> the Jemima man. How come cut, cut it's always? Out. How come it's always Gemini? And then um, when we talk about the the space program, it's Gemini. It's not 
That's just what the astronauts <laughs> said. Oh, that's were just like from Texas. Okay, Jiminy. <laughs> okay, that's what it is. Okay. All right. Jiminy. That's Jiminy. How, how I'm, going, I'm going up on Jiminy. Is that how Neil Armstrong would say it? Yeah, he's from, yes. He had the worst. <laughs> Famous he had the biggest. Uh, the, uh, you know, they don't know how he got that in Ohio, but <laughs> he just watched a bunch of John Wayne movies and all of a sudden. He just wanted to get out of Ohio that badly. And he uh, refused to pronounce uh, French directors' names the proper way, and he wanted them <laughs> to stick a dick. He okay. did say that Ryan Gosling got him turgid, though. Okay, I need to go heat up more glug. You guys can like form small groups and discuss amongst yourselves, and I will be right back. I was not. That's a euphemism for what? Which what euphemism? Heating up more glug. Oh. Yeah, I didn't realize that glug is hot because isn't it alcohol? Some kind of alcohol drink or something like that he's told us about it before yeah i I never listen i listen but i immediately dump all that information right out have you seen the cast for adam mckay's new movie i probably have but i don't remember what it is i don't even remember which one this is what so it's called don't look up yeah okay yes 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 i'm actually looking forward to and like how many movies is Leonardo DiCaprio in like one one movie every two or three years? Not a lot, but he's in an Adam McKay movie. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Lawrence hasn't been in a movie in like three years. She's making yeah. her comeback in an Adam McKay movie. Also Jonah has Hill. Mark Rylance acting next to Jonah Hill and Tyler Perry. It's just uh, just it's just a weird cast. Ariana Grande, Kate Blanchett, and Timothy. It's, it's going to be a an interesting. Timothy. A uh, Meryl Streep. Yeah, I think it looks good. I, I oh, think it's a Netflix movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Leo really wanted to be in a global warming movie or like an Adam McKay movie. That was oh like, that that okay. Probably just because probably um what's what's what was the one about the stock market? Why can I never remember the name of that one? Um, it's called Tower Heist. Tower Heist. Um, when the the and that's the real reason that the um economy collapsed in two thousand eight. Is that um, too many towers got heisted? No, I'm sorry. The, that's like a margin margin call. Was that it? You should watch Margin Call because I don't think you've seen either one of these. You I haven't seen the seen movie, movie that I can't think of the name of. But I have seen, seen I have seen call. the Adam McKay one, which you love, and I can't believe you can't think of the name of that. No, I thought you haven't seen that one. No, I've seen it. You just saw it for the first time recently. Yeah, like in the last year. Okay. That's what it was. Based on a Michael Lewis book. And, and I'm, I'm not messing with you. I just can't think of the name either. I I, I've seen it so, so many times. The Big Short. The Big there Short. Um, re- remind me how much, what speed you're paying for again? A um a gigabit. A gigabit. So how many, wow. how many, you said you're, you're getting what, five? Well, so like now for less than a gigabit. Um, Let's count them. Um, well, count, count the bits that you're getting. Each bit, okay. Um, <laughs> bit or byte? No byte. Yeah. If you got one one megabyte, would be the fastest internet in the world. It, we're we're getting a gigabit, and I think the fastest like um, non commercial internet you can get right now is like fiber, which is like two gigabits. Got to eat your fiber. You got to eat your. your you got to you got to bit your fiber. Get your bits gotta in. Got to eat your fiber. It's good for your colon. Speaking of colons and to- toilets. Um, I just saw a headline. Joel Osteen's megachurch confirms stash of money found in bathroom wall. Seven years after an estimated $600,000 was stolen from a safe at Joel Osteen's Houston megachurch, envelopes full of money were found in a bathroom wall. Hundreds of thousands of dollars? 
six hundred thousand dollars in the safe in the church church safe in the church safe. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's Um, from a Sunday. uh, What do you call it? Petty cash. (laughs) Yes. A uh, man, uh, a plumber described the events. He said there was a loose toilet on the w- in the wall. So he removed the tile. When we went to go remove the toilet, I moved some insulation away and about 500 envelopes fell out of the wall. And I was like, oh, wow. Who put it there? Who put the money in the wall? Joel Austin for, like for a rainy those, day? What was that movie? A Blue Streak, which it was was a uh, missed opportunity. Could have been Brown Streak. But was it the- uh, uh, it's about UPS workers, but Blue Streak was the Martin movie Lawrence. Starring, the movie starring Martin Lawrence should have been called Brown Streak. Okay. <laughs> uh, you don't have to make it racial. Um, he works for UPS, Brown Streak. Um, so instead, is that the uh, one with Tim Robbins, or is that a different one? No, this, this is Luke the king, Wilson. The, the, right? This is the one with the fat guy, the king of Queens. Is that uh, what I've you're never seen about? Blue Streak then. No, yeah, I've seen the one with Martin Lawrence and Tim Robbins. What's that one called? I haven't seen the one. I haven't uh, seen Top Gun. Show. Yeah, Top Gun. Bad mm-hmm. Boys. Top Gun, Colin. Bad, <laughs> Bad Boys. Boys. That'd be great. Yeah. Well, who is that? Was that Will Smith? No, it was Tim Robbins, wasn't it? <laughs> I <laughs> mix those easy guys up all the time. Easy. Everyone does that. Yeah. Martin Lawrence, Luke Wilson, Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle in Blue, in Blue Streak. It's been a long time since I saw wow. the movie. Is I... this movie? Is this movie from 1999? Can, can yeah. we watch it for that reason? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Continue our. We are we are doing the movies of 1999 for that. So it's been you know in 2019 it had been 20 years since 1999. So over the next 20 years we're going to watch the movies of 1999. Maybe five of them. Anyway, the the premise of Blue Streak was Martin Lawrence um had like robbed a jewelry store or something, which you know having a black guy be a thief is I think kind of racist. I don't think they would make innovative creative writers, Um, but he stashes um, he's being chased and he gets caught, but he stashes the diamond in like uh, heating ductwork in a building under construction. When he gets out of jail, he realizes that that building is a police station. So he poses as a police officer to try to get into the station so he can get the the uh, stashed diamond. So I assume that's what the the money was stashed in the wall for. It was like, oh, we'll come back and get it. And who knows what happened in the meantime? Sounds, very, sounds like I, it got made into a police station. <laughs> oh, you mean in real life in this situation? Well, you mean, well, what do you think? What would you, if, if you had to guess, what would you think that Joel Austin's church was before it became a church? Well, I know the answer to this. Oh, it was, it was the Houston Rockets Arena. Oh, really? What? It was yeah. uh, before they got the, before the Toyota oh. Center or whatever was built for them. It was a basketball arena. How do you know the Houston Rockets? Basketball. I'm probably wrong about that. Toyota, but let's not bing it. Let's not. All right. So the basketball. I'm just saying that's impressive. I can barely name the teams that I root for. I can barely remember what their stadium. Lucas Oil Stadium. So, do you think it was a player that I still think the Pacers play at Conseco Fieldhouse? They they don't. I mean, when did the Rockets stop using that place? Did they? Was that in the 90s? Early 2000s. No. So this could be Clyde Drexler's money. Question, question. Aren't there rockets in New York or Vegas? Uh, are we talking about the dance troupe or the NBA team? Tesla rockets. They're the different Raptor. things. Okay. Chris, could you give us a countdown? Before I do, I, I, I want to share yeah. um, from this article that it says that 600000 is roughly um, the collection from one Sunday, oh. um, which is, I have to say, it's the same at the church that I'm pastor of, about $600,000. Right. Uh, I want anyway, you to... Um, I, yeah. I want you to count... I want you to 
count down from five, uh, the, the top five Joel Austin sermons that he's given. Five gold rings, four <laughs> calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. And a lot more gold. Tim. Hi, Tim. Oh, that's mean. Jeez, what is wrong with Tim today? Now the story of an eclectic fan base who lost touch with reality and the one podcast that somehow holds them all together. It's the Substandard Expanded Universe. You are currently listening to the Substandard SSEU podcast, the home of We Harmony and unique insights into topics such as Disney, Blind Girls with Horses, Australia, Self Checkout, Seaman, the Bristol Stool Scale, Wine Recommendations, Space Travel, and much more. I am Thomas, the one with an accent and ostensibly responsible for trying to keep this podcast on track. I am, of course, not alone, but joined by my two wonderful co-hosts. Coming to us live from an escape room where he has been stuck for a week after failing to come up with an answer to the riddle, what is long and hard and full of semen. Chris, lovely to see you. And do you have an answer yet? Uh, did we actually tell you that it was a pirate themed, uh, escape room? <laughs> no, this is a, I pulled that one out <laughs> of my ass. I had pirate, no idea. Pirates famously do, uh, use submarines. So <laughs> there's a pirate submarine. We are also joined by Ryan coming to us from Texas, where he recently pulled a plug on Maddie's ambitions to run for governor. Ryan, what made you eventually decide against? challenging Abbott in the election. I found out though, although like I really think Greg Abbott is evil and don't really want Beto to be the governor either. And although Matthew doesn't really have, I'm sorry, Maddie, when I talk about him as governor, I I tend to use his professional name, even though he doesn't have any experience. I think he would be a better governor just because he's you know, genuinely a good person trying to do the right thing. Argued with him about this, but he, uh, when he looked at like how much uh, time being a governor would would take up, he didn't want to give up any of our like fishing or basketball games. Noodling. Or, yeah. So well, he would really rather do, he would rather make movies like that, that surfer dude movie he made a couple of years back. What was that one called? Beach, Beach Bum. Bum? Mm-hmm. Was that the actual name of the movie? With okay. Martin Lawrence is in Beach Drum and he is the funniest. <laughs> Was he? Funniest, he's the funniest thing in that movie. He's this like, uh, he gives like fishing guides or like dolphin watching guides. <laughs> Got this family on there talking about how like the dolphins are fucking and then it's a great scene. Chris, this escape room that you mentioned. Wait, I've got, um, I, I know we hate to do what they call in the industry stage writing, where we uh, write the script on the fly. But you said one of our topics or interests is space travel. And yeah. I don't I don't think that's accurate. I think it's toilets in space travel. But space oh. travel in general, I don't I don't really care at all about. Yeah, I, 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 I sent you I sent you my script notes, but I guess you didn't look at them. Thank you, Ryan. So, Chris, the escape room. How yeah, was it? How did uh, you do? We did not make it out. <laughs> we had one hour. We had six clues. Um, one additional clue because uh, I checked in there on on the Facebook. Or is it called? Is it called the Meta now? I don't know. It's don't not know. called D Facebook. Justin Timberlake put a stop. Put oh, an end to that. It's just Facebook. It's the Meta. Clean. So you got an extra clue by checking. Yeah, in? by checking in. Yeah, yeah. And then that's I deleted the post I, that's how right I away. No, you didn't. I saw it like I know. five days later. <laughs> We're not. But, but but was but, it but, hard? Like how? Uh, 
so I'd never he, done an escape room. Um, I'm an aspiring cranky old man. And so I don't do anything until it's, you know, there's, there's people who's like, yeah, I, I, I did the cool thing before it was cool. I don't know why people say that because like it, it wasn't cool when you did it. No, so it like, nuts. that's just lame. It's just dumb. Like don't, don't claim to be doing things before they're cool. Like that's just, but, but you do them after, yeah, after they were they're... cool. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, okay. I mean, I was trying to think the of some things still that are in cool business, now. barely hanging on. Yeah, like it's the last one in town. Little last Everyone else has, has already done it. So I'd never done one. And uh, I think a little bit of experience would have helped because like we had to solve, like we, we picked one. We wanted one that would challenge us. And so this one had a pretty low rate of uh Hold on. Can we go completion. over your team? <laughs> uh, the team was What's the my wife line? and I, my wife, uh, who has a doctorate um, and, and me, uh, <laughs> I my 11-year-old like daughter. Just slips that in. Uh, my 11 year old daughter who inherits her intelligence from her mother named uh, after Michael Jordan named after Michael Jordan and um, Yitchek, um, my son, uh, who's now eight. He's a pretty smart kid, but uh, he's also eight years old. <laughs> and then uh, we had my dad who was like confused the whole time. <laughs> and we had Anna uh, who speaks very little English, right. English. And she had just sprained her ankle. And um, this week she has spent two days. So talk Don't about a, an aspiring old person. Okay. She's 21 years old. She sprained her ankle, not this past Sunday, but the Sunday before playing soccer. Um, so she deserved it. It's been almost two weeks since she sprained it. And granted, it was a bad sprain. But this week she had been crawling around our house and crawling around the school so much that they were just like, let's give her a wheelchair. She'd been asking for a wheelchair. I've never known a 21 year old who wanted a wheelchair. She's been asking for two weeks for a wheelchair. And she finally got one at school because they had one in the nurse's office. She refused ice as she she refused to ice it as well. I mean, she she has a grandma back in Columbia who's giving her folk remedies. Like she's she's asking for vinegar and this and that. She asked if we could make a, a an appointment with a, a chiropractor. She said that like her grandma said that like you can kind of yank on it and it's good for it. And I'm like, no, no, you just get the swelling down. Like it's you'd think that she was the first person to ever sprain her ankle. What, uh, I'll, I'll bet you a chiropractor that you know they. <laughs> They're scamming you anyway. You're like, yeah, I'll look at your ankle. <laughs> what was she literally crawling? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, uh, so anyway, she 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 just kind of sat there. Um, they got her a little rolling ch- uh, office chair, um, but she just kind of sat there and contributed nothing. <laughs> uh, like it had a pretty low low rate of um, even hour to do it, and not many people actually um, escape from the room. Uh, but we wanted a challenge and uh, we thought we were really close. And it turns out we were several clues shy. Cause like, have, have you guys ever done an escape room? No, I love escape rooms. I've okay. done dozens. You have to, you had to you solve serious? so many puzzles yeah. and like this, this thing, like I wish I had known that before we started this podcast, <laughs> the secret hatch would open. And then you had like, there were a million locks and you had to find keys and, and decode things. And, and uh Yeah. It was really, really complicated. I, it, and so we like the six clues got just, us along. So like it just sounds like me every day looking for my keys or <laughs> my debit card. Ryan's life this. is an escape room. Yeah, basically. This. Like, how do I get out of my house? My keys, like Piper, where are um, my keys? I put them here. I'd, oh. I'd be like, all right, guys, we all need to be screaming at each other. <laughs> Ryan, you should do an escape room with your family and and video it. That should be a, a Patreon only. <laughs> Uh, event and that, that would be amazing. Would probably be used in some kind of trial. <laughs> <laughs> Custody of the children. Uh, but did you guys see the story Matt uh, Labers wrote about this? The story about the guys in Scotland who were trapped at a pub for three days. Did yeah. you see this? 
Yeah. yeah. Anyway, and so you've been you've been stuck in the escape room for a week. Uh, so yeah, it's... what? And, and so so at the pub. I mean, they were at the pub in Scotland. There were Scottish people around. There was, was that, no Oasis cover band. There no no Oasis no Oasis no Oasis. Wait, no wait, Oasis. But, but it meant that they had a ton of food, and of course, since they were in Britain, they, they had a ton of beer, like you know, like room temperature beer, but still beer. So I'm just figuring that you were trapped in an escape room for a week with a Colombian. So I can only guess what you had access to. Just or, do, do you? Do you you think brought she... your life straw, and so you guys were all able to pee into the bottle and drink out of the life straw, right? That's what it's for. Different meaning of snowed in. I do have to say that Meg saw in the news. She got very excited. She's anytime we see Colombian stuff. So like we we went to see Encanto. Oh, it's based in you know it's takes place in Colombia. That was exciting. Um, but she saw in the news a couple months ago. We're gonna see it. It's all right. No, I don't care. That's this point. You'll you'll like it because it's Lin Manuel Miranda. Anyway, uh, there's a, a news story about uh, like a major drug cartel guy being arrested. Like he was caught. He, he'd, he'd been on the lamp for like ten years or something, and they finally caught him. And Meg was so excited. He was she told writing. Him. He was writing. They caught him writing a writing a lamb like as a means on, of trans- on, transportation on the lamb. You know, on it's, the it's, lamb. Yeah, it's it's a it's it's, it's, it's a, a thing, Ryan. It's a meeting uh, someone who's hiding on from, the run from Johnny Law on the run from Johnny sure Law. Probably not checking. Ain't no trip to Cleveland. Shepherds. Yeah. And they finally caught him. And Anna was not thrilled to like hear that. Like, I think there's there's a. Uh, Were they related? Wait, I think they're resented. Thrilled? I think they're yeah. not thrilled. Like, I think they're resentful of just like that. Everyone assumes that they're like, OK, cartels so around like, the country. It's yeah. not like she was like, he's my uncle like, wanted him to get away or anything like that. No. She just hates that. It's a okay. story because. Yeah. That's what everybody thinks of when they think of Colombia. And so then, yeah. of course, right away, like, oh, hey, did you hear about the drug dealer in Colombia? <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Uh, uh, Ryan, down there in Texas, I understand that you, you have some recent self-checkout experiences that you might well, want I mean, to tell us about. I told you, I've already, I went over the one for my, you didn't listen to that episode. That was me and Chris rambling to which we got. Wait, our, Thomas our, doesn't our, listen our, to the episodes that our, just our you and I record? Our Patreon no, listeners it, it, ask it, for it, money back after listening to it. <laughs> it, it, would, it would just hurt me physically to listen to that and thinking about the editing that could be done. I quit the show. <laughs> no, Thomas. I mean, there were there were long sections where neither of us were talking and uh, we just left. <laughs> we we just right. walked away mic. for a little bit. Yeah. Came back. All right. Well, so check out. I, I told you about the IKEA. I don't want to rehash the whole IKEA um, dust up where Cliff Notes. I tried to go. Rose and I had gone to Ikea. I don't remember what we'd bought or even why the hell we went anymore. But we went to check out and we had, there were two cashiered checkout lanes open. And both the lines for those were like back to the warehouse section of the store to where, you know, where the aisles are, where you pick the, the items that you see. They, they were that that far back. The lines were insane. But then they also had a self-checkout section with, I think it was like eight self-checkout stands. And there was like one person at one of them. They were all open. And I was, why are all these people standing in line? And we go to the self-checkout and um, there's a German lady that's the overseer of the self-checkout lady area. And she stops me and tells me I can't go to self-checkout because I have more than 10, 10 items. And we had like 13 items. And um, and and. <laughs> 
I'll, I'll I, stop him. I, like I did when, when he told the story, of course, I made a joke about um, the Germans being sticklers for things. Um, mm-hmm. So I, yeah. I just want you to get the jokes as well as the, the story. We don't want you to miss and that. We should, and we should also just play that whole section from that show here too. Um, and so um, I tell her, she says, uh, no, it's 10 items or less. And I said, I looked at ours. I counted. I said, we have 13. And she says, yes, that is more than 10. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> that's a nice burn should have invited her on our podcast um, she's good at counting uh and so we i am so mad and i i can't remember all the details we we ended up going over to stand in line after i I'd, I'd kind of been kind of a dick about it just because it was so ridiculous and then rose says we should just do two separate transactions and go over self-checkout and i was like you're a genius and so i get out of line push the cart back over self checkout. She stops me again. As I get to the first checkout, self-checkout stand, I grab five items out of the cart, throw them there. I said, nope, I'm doing five here. And I'm going to do like, uh, you know, seven over there or whatever it was. And I'm thinking she's going to fight me on this, but she just says, oh yes, very good. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Why is that okay? But, and so I don't even, so I, I check out the first I love her. five items. I just leave, I pay for them. And I just leave them on that stand and then go to the next stand. And then more people start coming to sell checkout. And my stuff is still back on the first one where I checked out and I'm checking out on the second one. So it's used up and she's, and the lady comes over the German lady and she tells me, can you get your stuff? So someone can use it. I said, no, if you would have just let me check out over here at just this one, that wouldn't be an issue. So you're going to have to wait. I just, and I, I said some other things. I talked about how I, I know, you know, I know someone's high up in Sweden, Sweden's government. And I said, when he gets here, it's going to be, I, I said, I'm calling him. When he gets here, it's going to be like Darth Vader showing up on the Death Star. <laughs> said, what? And I said, you'll find out. Yeah, she's, uh, she, she no longer works there, by the way. Uh, anyway, and so, and so what happened to you today? Motherfucking today, I go to my regular HEB that I go to at least five times a week. Uh, I have never once checked out through a cashier at this HEB. And I've bought, you know, $150 worth of groceries through self-checkout, probably even more. I, I don't even consider going to the cashier anymore. And I've never had to. Today, it was like 1030 in the morning. I had probably like 20 items and self-checkout was almost completely empty. There were, again, two cashier lanes open that were really long lines. And I'm just going up to the self-checkout like I normally do. And this kid who is uh, overseeing the self-checkout area stops me. And this kid I see, I've seen dozens of times. He he knows me. And he's like, oh, actually, um, uh, self-checkout's 10 items or less. And I was just like, what? <laughs> and I said, yeah, okay. And I was, but I always... I, I always use self-checkout, you know, he's like, yeah, if you could just use one of the cashier lanes, just because you have more than 10 items. And I said, I've checked out way more than this here all the time. I said, you, I've never been stopped. He's just like, yeah, if you could, I said, are they changing the policy? Are they making you guys crack down on this? And he was like, yeah, I said, okay, well then not, I said, it, uh, that's fine. I said, is the person, and he was just like, not looking behind him. I said, is the person here that's been like pushing for this for you guys to, be on top of the 10 item thing. He's like, yeah, they are. And I said, oh, okay, well, that's cool. I'll just go get in line. So I went and waited in the stupid line for like 15 minutes. And then when the 
I got to the cashier. I, I like looked over at self checkout, which was empty. And all these people are in line. I said, "Oh my goodness, you know, there's more self checkout items open, uh, lanes open than uh, items I have." And so then <laughs> she brought the man, supervisor over, and she talked to me. And are I, you allowed I, back? Yeah, and she told me that I'm allowed to use self checkout whenever I want, even if they I give you like vote. a laminated card yeah. that you can yeah. flash. She didn't, but she said it sounds like because I kind of, you know, explained how I understand what the issue is with people, you know, stupid people having more than 10 items and how that can be a problem. Um, but but you're, you're an excellent mm-hmm. yeah, she called, out. She, she literally called me a she's pro like, self check. She said, oh, you sound like a pro self checkout. Uh, person and she's like yeah if are you well, I how many different categories are is there like pro semi-pro amateur um, um are, there, are there how many tiers are there there's and is pro uh, the top or is is there one above pro yeah, yeah is there uh, like an all-star all-american there's, there's two more above pro there's 19 levels and you're at 17 yeah okay so. well you have some work i actually have a a self-checkout story that I wanted to share with you guys. Well, I mean, a story, not a personal story, a news item. Earlier on November 29, so earlier this week, there was a story published by Fox 5 Atlanta where they had, they, it's a great station. Uh, the Gwinnett it's a top Co- five Fox it's a top station. five Fox 5 it's, station. Yeah. Yeah. The Gwinnett County Police booked Bruce Carroll on shoplifting charges on November 22nd. He's a longtime professor at Georgia Gwinnett College. Uh, That day also happened to be the last day of final exams at GGC. He's getting some red pens for grading. All right. And so, so the crime that he was accused of and appears to be guilty of, although, you know, there will be a jury and stuff, uh, is that. Oh, this is definitely going to trial. For sure. He, I hope he, so. I hope we tie up the court with this. So we call the witness. He went through self-checkout. He scanned some items and he didn't scan others. Right. Mm. And then These he just motherfuckers. That... And then he and then he just left. So I, I would like you guys to get. So this is a college professor. You know, it's Georgia Gwinnett College, so it's not the most prestigious college, but still a college professor. Guess what? Georgia subje- Gwinnett Paltrow College. <laughs> Guess what subject He's a professor in uh, political science. Math. No, no. Women's studies. No. Religious studies. No. Criminal uh, justice. <laughs> he teaches criminology. Uh, and it turns out that he had been to this one Target store eight times between September 23 and November 3rd. And he had shoplifted for a total amount of $629.02, making it felony shoplifting. Uh, among the things that he shoplifted, we find a tank top, a bed sheet, a golf hat, washcloths, towels, okay. dog food, chocolate. Okay, uh, so now we're getting into necessities like dog food and chocolate. But the, the first things, like, <laughs> he's just pathological. Like, why, you know, wine glasses, isn't, the, isn't the whole I, definition I, of a kleptomaniac so, like stealing things of no value? No, it's not even it's it's more widespread than just like people who feel the need to steal. These are the people who ruin self are going to ruin self-checkout for us because so, so, so many people think, oh, if if I have to scan stuff, that means I'm working. So I should get something for working. I'm working for like, why isn't there a cashier? Why do I have to scan it myself? I don't I don't get paid. So I should get to steal things. Lots of people feel that way. So they think, oh, self-checkout means you scan most of your items. You, but you know, you, the rest you, are free. You, you take a couple for free. 
every time. And you just but, keep doing that over and over, which is just it's I the mean, decadence of America. There's there's been maybe a handful of times where I've gotten out to my car and realized that there was something in the cart that I didn't scan it every single time I've gone back in and either just put it in and not gone back through the line or gone in and paid for it. I, I can't, I can't, I, do, I don't understand where, why these people think that just like, you know, I hate this guy. He should get the death penalty. <laughs> did I have that? They have that in Georgia, right? Yeah, they, they do. must have. They like it. And they, do, they don't <laughs> totally do it, agree. They don't, they don't do it the right way either. They, they, so they do they lethal injection. Or is that, is that Oklahoma? Oklahoma has had the ones where it's just basically been tortured to death last year. Yeah. I read this terrible they story. They hook up a car battery to your testicles and just see how long that takes. Transition. Chris, you have movies that you want to talk about, right? I do. I do. Um, speaking of hooking your testicles up to a battery via um, jumping cables, some, some, uh, let's talk movies. We're going to listen to you talk about movies? Same experience? <laughs> yes. Speaking of, isn't the movie 8mm about like smut films? I've never seen it. That Nicolas Cage 8mm. I think it's about like smut films i think so i don't know i think anyway so. I, I heard on i like a, the prequel uh, seven seven millimeters better i heard a podcast oh no no it was that hbo book and a lot of that hbo book is about boxing and there was a mike tyson story where the first time that they went to meet with mike tyson at his hotel room to uh to uh like negotiate his contract and just like playing on the tv when everybody comes in is like death it's like a vhs tape of real life death videos and that's yeah, what VHS tape how old is this is in the 90s oh okay so he brought yeah. a vhs player to watch <laughs> his what a tortured soul with that in mind can we talk about uh happier things so uh guys i finally watched the founder i liked it mikey i thought keats. it was good what's that oh. mikey keats yeah I'm mikey sorry, keats my, um wait wait get me on real right name is not keaton he, he he named himself michael keaton after diane keaton forget what his real last name is this is uh, the McDonald's movie, right? The McDonald's movie, yes. McDonald's. Right. The, the Scottish uh, hamburger chain. No, of course not. <laughs> About how he stole it. What do you mean, of course not? Okay, why would I watch that? I want to make the case that Ray Kroc ought to be our patron saint. Come on. Okay, go on. I will. Yeah, go on. Ray Kroc, not Michael Keaton, who I just looked it up. His, his uh, given name is Michael Douglas. But there's already Michael Douglas. It's like, <laughs> I can't be Michael Douglas and make it big in Hollywood. Uh, so I'll give myself that Diane Keaton. She's pretty great. I'm going to give myself her last name. And, and, and Michael Keaton also didn't want to. He doesn't like to go down on women. So he didn't want to be associated with that. I mean, it saved him a bad case of cancer. So anyway, Ray Kroc, Ryan, what do you remember in your youth about McDonald's signs? So you'd see the, the, the golden arches. And then what would you see below that? Like one billion sold. Yeah, you'd see a number like like for now it just says billions and billions sold. But for mm. for decades, they counted the burgers sold and they were he was so into counting that he would publish that like on the signs. Thomas, it would say like 77 billion hamburgers sold like he is the, the patron saint of counting. I he should be uh, the patron saint of our podcast. So I I've, I put that forward. That that is a good sell. Uh, I would, uh, I would like to to nominate the Sonic chain as the the official burger chain of the podcast. Why is that? That's fine. Ray Kroc can be our you know our patron saint, but our official burger chain can be Sonic. Uh, and the main reason for Sonic is that I have actually been to the first drive-in, which 
is in, you guessed it, Stillwater, Oklahoma. Didn't miss it. That, yeah, that doesn't do a lot for me. Uh, Thomas, like, you should watch The Founder. It's good. Keaton has a good performance. It Nick Offerman good. has a good performance. Really like, the cast is really good. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and it includes um, Carolina's husband. Uh, um, he plays... Um, like Passengers? his wife, his wife, uh, Lisa, Linda Cardinelli le- leaves him for Ray Kroc in the movie. Oh yeah, that's right. Except she's wearing a blonde wig in that movie. We should do a documentary investigative journalism podcast on how accurate those billions and billions numbers are. I, I see that among the cast of the founder, we also have Laura Dern. And Nick Offerman. Yeah, Laura Dern, surprise, surprise, um, Errol, plays the woman. Errol Lynch is plays, in it too. Plays the woman that Ray Kroc leaves for Linda Cardinelli. Here's another trivia fact. Don't fact check this. Nick Offerman uh, went to the University of Illinois, and I have had a, a picnic in a gazebo that he built while at the University of Illinois. I actually believe that. Well, yeah, he's an accomplished I do, because he won't shut the fuck up about how he used to <laughs> he be loves a wood. Yeah, he just. <laughs> Loves he handling like, wood. He, he like had a whole like Netflix special on how he built a canoe or something like that. I'm like, okay. Yeah. What was that called? Something, how to paddle a canoe? No. Oh boy. That's just a really. Next movie. Uh, I watched The Harder They Fall. Have either of you seen that? The fuck uh, is that? I want to, but no, it's, I have not it, it has it. a, I mean, Ryan, uh, you'll like elements of it. It has a great Eaters, cast. It has Elba. Uh, yeah. Uh, Lucky Stanfield, like really, really good cast. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's a western. It's really stylish, and I enjoyed it mostly. But uh, I'm going to get a little bit into spoiler territory here. There are a few key elements of the plot that really, really bugged me. It looked amazing. Nobody denies that. It it had a really cool style to it. But basically, Idris Elba's the bad guy, and like he's got his crew, Lakeith Stanfield, and everything. That's great. And then you've got. Uh, what's his face? Who's the good guy? He just hosted Saturday Night Live. Uh, I'm not going to remember. Anyway, Jonathan um, the majors. It, yes. Yes. Interesting that that, you know, um, you know, Ryan, right away, you assume the black guy. I'm talking about a black guy. Like, that's that's just interesting. Mm. You went there. Well, I um, think I know that the one of the things about this film is that the whole cast is black. Anyway, yeah. So um, your girl Zazie Beats or Zazie or however you say her name, she's like on Jonathan Majors' like side against Idris Elba, and so their brilliant plan to like overthrow Idris Elba and kill him is, <laughs> um, Zazie Beats is like I'm gonna go there alone, unarmed, and get captured. And so she's captured and she's kind of tortured. Start. <laughs> um, and then Jonathan Majors is like, oh, I need to go get like save her. So he goes in alone. And then they're like, you know, throw down your weapon. So he does. And then he's captured and tied up. And it's like, oh, this is kind of interesting. Um, like <laughs> both of like the protagonists are like tied up. And then, of course, magically they get away so they can come back and have like a final shootout the whole time. Like, when did they just have the shootout? Right. Because <laughs> because it's a whole movie they got to make here. They learn their weaknesses. <laughs> like, don't go in and throw down your guns. A whole movie that is two That's hours and 19 plan. minutes. Did it need to be two hours and 19 minutes? That's a bad plan. Don't don't go in alone and throw down your guns. That's a bad. Don't get captured. Don't do it um, twice. Bad plan. So they come back and don't do that. And Idris Elba, and this is part of it kind of looks cool, but like he's standing looking out a window on a street as the showdown happens. Very visible, very, may I say, shootable in a window where all these like marksmen like saunter down the street. No one pulls a gun and that they have this like lengthy, be... like talky showdown. That's not uh, part meanwhile, of the they code. could just like That's shoot not part him. of the gunman's code. No, 
in, <laughs> in, in the old West, you didn't, even if, you know, the guy that ultimately you were hoping to shoot, you know, presents himself. Now you gotta, you, you gotta give nope. him a chance to an equal chance to shoot you in the chest. So yeah, unfortunately. And I'm getting into really deep spoiler territory, but um, one of the characters um, who's like honor bound to like do the whole like countdown thing. Uh, the other guy cheats. So they're not honor bound. I'll tell you this, that the other guy cheats and mm. shoots him before they get to three. And I like the counting. They shoot him at two. He shot him at like two. And it's just like, that's not cool. Um, so why not? Why don't you break the honor code and just shoot the guy through the window? So anyway, uh, it, it there was a lot to like in the first half of the movie, but like that, like the stupidity of like their plan also, I'm just pretty sure made me so angry. What? And also, I'm pretty sure that's a myth. I don't think that they had any honor. <laughs> Definitely think they would have just shot it. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd recommend it. Uh, it's kind of funny. They they um, they got to go to like this white town, and they go there and like <laughs> everything is just like whitewashed. Like the like all the buildings like look the same. Like it's literally white town, and white people live there. And, Can you uh, stop spoiling this? Because I want okay. to watch this. All right, you should watch it. White okay. Town is now a but, but you're you're gonna Thomas. If you don't get furious at the stupidity of the plot of Zazie Beats going and like getting captured and then Jonathan Majors yeah, falling, yeah, no, it, it'll it's gonna. Can I talk about a couple of movies that I've seen? I just have some very brief observations. One I mentioned to you the other day. I rewatched The Hangover, the first movie, mm-hmm. and then I was like, "Well, there are two more." <laughs> and after I watched the first mm-hmm. one, my I, I thought, what will they do in a sequel? Like the, the first Hangover movie, it's really funny. I like the first one. I, I know that there are- Totally par- ties everything up. <laughs> yeah, it ties, like, There's it's no, really fun. You don't yeah, need to movie, think about it again. The, mo- the movie has some haters out there, but I think it's really funny. I think that Sakali, Gali, the, the Greek guy, his character is really funny for a movie, for a movie. Is, is Ken two- Jeong in the second one? Yes. Nice. But there, but there are two is more. He- does he does he do uh, does he show his bush? Uh, yes. Nice. Because I watched the second one, I was like, "What will Wait, he do in the second he sh- one?" He sh- he he does full frontal. He shoots. He does, and he does, what he makes it so funny second. is that like you can't see anything sticking out of the bush. Yeah. No, no, it's very anonymous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's weird. It's like that. If you're, the what is that? Super Troopers. When the they they the the big guy Kevin Heffernan. When um, the other police station puts him in the shower and gives him a lice bath, and he does fully, he does a full frontal scene, and you can't see, you just see his butt. I, this is a typical movie that doesn't need a sequel. No one's asking for the sequel. You're perfectly happy after watching the first one. It's a lot of fun. You get a lot of laughs out of it. But then, Ryan... Wait, hang on. Ha, ha, really? Ryan, no one's asking for a sequel? How, how much money did the sequel make? Right. This is what I wanted to get to. Ryan, how much money did the sequel so, make? So the first one cost $18 million to make, <laughs> and it made um, something like $360 million worldwide. So it was Good. super profitable. It Good was like profit. it was way under the radar. They didn't really expect uh, Todd Phillips had to put up like, you know, his salary just to get, you know, the budget he wanted. And so then it was he had just to get, he had to get Mike Tyson in his trailer. He had to get him a VHS, um, like a VCR so he could watch his 20 year old. No, no, Mike, we've got him on this iPad. Or, nah, <laughs> I, I don't do that. I got to see. Uh, I, I mean, I I'm need pretty- a cathode ray tube TV. Yeah, I, I'm um, pretty sure the biggest expense of the first movie was just like renting a fucking tiger. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Ryan, go on. Um, so then the second movie uh, made 
uh, it was $586 million worldwide. The budget went, went up. I think I can't remember. I looked this up the other. I think the, the second movie budget was still only like $40 million. Yeah. It's insane. And then we were, so Thomas and I were wondering like, what did those guys get to do? Because, you know, Zach Galifianakis, he's, you know, he's, he's like one of those, he came up in like the alt comedy scene, like making fun of like broad comedy and stuff like that. So you got to believe that he probably didn't want to do a second or third one. They, for the first movie, they only, they each got paid. I think it was like a million dollars. It wasn't, it wasn't much up for front. The second, yeah. I don't think they got any, you don't think, think they got any Todd, back end for the first, for the first one, Todd Phillips may have, but I don't think the actors did. So, but to get the actors for the second one, they gave them $5 million salary and four points of the front end, which means not the pro- gross, not profit. Yeah. yeah, gross. So they, they got, they each got 4%. So that means they made 28, they each, each of the actors made $28 million for the second one. And I imagine it was a, I didn't see what the deal for the third one was, but they probably did the deal, both deals at the same time. So they probably yeah, made probably. like Cause, cause $50 remember, million dollars for the- Here's what you studio. said when we were texting about it is, is that the studio had such a low opinion of this movie that they had, they didn't, usually you construct a contract with sequels in mind and mm. they had, they, they did not think there was going to be sequels. Right. So they didn't yeah. lock them into a low- They barely wanted to make it. the first yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. And so they were able to negotiate really good, um, like right, right. I mean, that's film. They would make all the money. That's the position you want to be in, right? It's like oh, because totally. they can't, they can't make a sequel without right. them. No. Like, what are you going to do? <laughs> there is no sequel without you know, you, and you got to get all three of them. Probably. I mean, I, I don't think they would have made it without. Uh, I don't know. We all watched Speed fourth? Two without Keanu Reeves, right? It's Zach Galifianakis, Bradley Cooper, uh, Ed Helms, and Ken Jeong. No, no, there's Ken Jong got twenty eight million dollars. Oh, there's sure. the straight man, right? Like the guy who got, gets married uh, in the first one, right? He didn't get any fucking money. <laughs> he was barely in. He, like he's he's on. He's not in it at all. I, he, no, he was not part. Specifically, the article that I read. Wouldn't it be great if, okay. if he was able to negotiate the same price as everyone else? Yeah. Like Bradley Cooper, you know, Ed Helms, uh, <laughs> Zach Galifianakis, the, and the other he's there guy. for like three days of shooting. <laughs> You can't do it without me. You can't do it. Yeah, we can. Yeah, and, and look, it, like the only thing, like remember, he it was funny. He had those tan lines from getting sunburned. It was hilarious. <laughs> do you know what yeah. I said? The tan, yeah. man? But, but here's the like I'm not questioning the quality of the first movie. It's just that this wasn't begging for a sequel. And when you watch the sequel, which is set then in Asia, and Ken Young plays a bigger part in it, like yeah, that's sort of funny, but. It's already been done. Like it's, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, and then they made a third one, and I just refused to watch it. I have no idea what to play. I don't think I've ever. I I guess I've seen the third one. Probably. I don't remember anything about it. I didn't even remember the second one was in Asia. I guess I just disagree with the assertion that no one was begging for it because, like, they went to see it. So clearly, there's a market for it. Yeah, those those are two different things. Like people actually wanting a secret and the CEOs. Everyone wants a secret. And the CEOs recognizing that we can make money. I I guess I kind of agree because, yes, I'm sure if we go back to after, you know, the first one was made, I'm sure there are, you know, if you went on social media, there would be probably a lot of stupid people who were like... (laughs) Like, oh, oh, the next one's gonna I be think they're going to make a hangover too. Yeah, there's going to be two tigers. But 
But yeah, just, twice as many tigers, twice as good. Hangover also, I believe, is the name of a, a roller coaster in Sweden. Am I correct about that? Or at least it used to be called the Hangover at Liseberg in Gothenburg. Anyway, continue. Steve? It's one of those roller coasters where you your feet dangle. I think you're wrong. Thomas, I don't you, think that's you, the name. Don't fact check it. Don't. Are you it. asking Steve right now? Um, transition. Another movie that I recently watched, and this one people really hate. Have you guys seen this? The King's Speech. Wait, people hate that? I think they do. I could understand people saying it's overrated. It did. It, did it get Best Picture? I think or he won. Either or he, he won, won or the movie won. Like I could see arguing that it's overrated. Who hates it? I think that I would like it. So my experience with that is that it it won. Right, as soon as it was available on streaming or whatever, we were like excited, went to watch it. Both Rose and I fell asleep like 20 minutes in. It was more <laughs> just because we were tired, I think. And we were all, we were both, yeah, we just need to rewatch that. And that was however many years ago. And we still talk about it. Oh yeah, we need to finish watching The King's You've never thing. finished it? No. <laughs> oh man. I mean, we is know it's Colin about Firth? like, he, he has a stutter. He fixes his stutter and he gives the titular. And then he gives a speech. <laughs> no, I, I mean, it is a pretty basic plot. <laughs> it's a very basic plot. But, but, those are but I mean, it is a twist when, you know, it's called the King's speech. And it's, it's a huge twist at the end when you see the king give a speech. <laughs> like, I did not see that coming. <laughs> you know, I am not sure that at any point in the movie, they actually utter the words, the king's speech. Will the king so, make a speech? That's everyone tune into the King's speech. How, <laughs> how would anybody know what, how would you be sure that you were in the right movie theater? No, like sure. But, the sign but, out but, says, says, I think it's great. And I've noticed that there are some people who do not like it. Is it overrated? Maybe, but the performances in this movie are really, really good. Like it, it's, it's an, a, at least an A movie, maybe an even an A plus movie. It had a budget of fourteen million. It pulled in four hundred and twenty seven million at the box office. Should have been a sequel. That should have the King's Speech too. <laughs> Does he stutter the Two second speeches. time? Two speeches. I actually did go and try to fact check this movie after I rewatched it the other day, and it doesn't really hold up to fact checking. So don't do that. Just watch the movie. It's a better story. I don't I don't think it's overrated. I think everybody thinks it's really good. And I think probably I can imagine Colin Firth is probably great in it. He's pretty much great in anything. Jeffrey Rush is also yeah. great in it. Helena yeah. Bonham Carter is Rush. really good in it. But was it really the best movie of the year? I mean, can we argue that in a year? Um, was it? When Little Fockers came out? Like, can we really argue that the King's Speech was better? Uh, so the year of the King's Speech, the nominated movies 22. were 127 Hours, Black Swan, The that Fighter, Inception, The Kids Are All Right, The Social Network, Toy Story 3, True Grit and Rider's Bone. Okay, the social network should have won. Yeah, yeah. right? Like the social I, I, network, it, like that was designed in a lab to please Ryan. I mean, if, if it had <laughs> Michael Fassbender, it would be the best movie ever. I mean, it's got Army Hammer. It's, you know, it's a sort of oh, script. It's got the, the Hammer Twins, the Army Hammer. Got the Hammer Twins. Every time Ryan watches the social network, he has to call a doctor because he has a boner for longer than four hours. I mean, there's rowing in it. We know how much he loves <laughs> rowing. And also, did you guys ever see 127 hours? That one? No, I watched the first 120 ish hours of it. Yeah, I couldn't. I had to sleep through part of it. That one where James Franco uh, cuts off his arm. 
pins his arm to a rock. And... Now, so is the King's Speech the best picture of that year? I think we agree that it's not. I think uh, it's second. I mean, because True Grit would maybe be the other. But uh, I would Grit's put Inception kinda... pretty high. Chris, I'm I'm here. Uh, sorry, ignore that. Ryan, do your movies. There are these. Do more of a do more of a transition. These movies, um, we watched them on our TV, and I think like they played all the way through. And you can do them. No, uh, I we watched uh, Stillwater the other night. Rose is you, you watched really Stillwater, Oklahoma, or Stillwater, Minnesota. We just Stillwater, Minnesota is a nice we, place. We we just watched. It's a, a very glass nice. I've been Chris. Very... Did you know Chris? Shut up, Ryan. Chris, did you know that I have been to Stillwater, Minnesota? I don't think I knew that. It's, it's a, a beautiful it, community on the St. Croix River. It's uh, a, it's, it's a very nice place, and the bridge yes. and everything. No, it's yeah, absolutely it's beautiful. beautiful. It's got a bridge now. I'm it's got a bridge. Can you guess why I went there? Well, your ex-wife, the bridge. Uh, her family is from Minnesota, right? No, okay. very wrong. Uh, her sister Stupid. lives in the Twin Cities, and we were going. I was way off. You're Hold right. Hold on, I I gotta. We gotta get. I don't think that you should have said Chris was very wrong. He said <laughs> her family is from, and then you just you said no, and then you just said her, her sister is from. <laughs> They're not from there. They recently emigrated there. Anyway, oh my gosh. semantics. Okay, we we were going. I was way off. Way we, off. We 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 were going. What do, what do you call that? Is it to a lazy Noodling. river? No, no, like to a river where you float down in like. No. So a lazy river is a man-made a thing, but yeah. you're, you're just tubing in a river. Yeah, just, tubing. We were yeah. we were going river tubing lazy in Wisconsin tubing. on the on the other side. Ooh, on the bad side. Okay. Apple Apple Creek, maybe something like that. Anyway, listeners will know. Okay, Ryan, I am likely. I'm not terribly sorry. So, so you were watching which city, uh, the Minnesota one or the Oklahoma one? No, we were just watching some very calm water. Sparkling or still? And you're like, no, still. Stillwater is the 2020 or 2021. I don't know when the fuck this thing came out. It stars Matt Damon. It was really under the radar. I know Rose read about it before it came out. And she'd been wanting to see it for a while. We were going to make an attempt to see it in the theater because it didn't wasn't on a streaming platform, but. It didn't work out. Right, I'm and, sorry. This is a movie or a show? Movie. Oh, okay. show. A uh, film, feature film. You guys know the Amanda Knox story. The American. Actually, I could tell you. Is American, she the yeah, one I had in Italy? One in Aruba? She was the American. Oh, Italy. Okay. Student. No, Aruba was the girl that got. Uh, no, Amanda Knox was the American student in, I think it was France, who got convicted of murdering like her roommate or something, but it was a whole, the whole shit. thing. Yeah. It was a whole thing. And uh, she said she was innocent and there wasn't a lot of evidence, but there was circumstantial evidence. She got convicted and she served like, I don't know, like eight years or something like that. Then finally, not long ago, I mean, I guess it was long ago. She was, uh, it got overturned. Something happened. They, this is uh, a few years ago. Yeah. You did you look it up? What what's the no. what the what, well, I'll do it. I was I'll bang it. Hang on. While you're doing that, can I tell you this? Do you know what his most recent directorial um Tom McCarthy, the director of Stillwater? Do you know what his last movie was? I don't know who the hell Tom Car- McCarthy is. He's the director of Stillwater. What? The movie was the Disney Plus film Timmy Failure, Mistakes Were Made. Never heard of. Amanda Knox was acquitted by the Italian Supreme Court in 2015, Italy. so six years ago. Okay, so it was Italy. I can this movie set it's this is the same premise. 
um, but it's set in France. Matt Damon is a is a guy who he digs the hole or he does the hole on an oil derrick and he docks with a as everybody who is from Stillwater or has ever lived there has a you know very southern draw. It's rather slow and people don't like them very much and. His daughter uh, decided she was going to leave Oklahoma State and just go to school in France. And then um, she starts dating this Arab girl. And then one night um, there's a fight and the Arab girl, her girlfriend is stabbed to death in their bed. And she says that she was at a bar, but then it's something where they they find she says her purse was stolen at a bar and that's why her purse was in the apartment or some shit like that but anyway so the, when the movie starts she's already convicted she's already in jail and then it's just matt damon working on an oil rig and then traveling to france to like you know visit her in prison um, because she's already been in prison for five years and then the movie picks up from there and it's him it, it it seems like it's just going to be him. I wasn't really excited about it because I thought it was just going to be him trying to solve the crime uh, and try, try to prove that she's innocent. And it is that that's like his initial motivation. But then it's, it's just like about so much more. It's about relationships and uh, damaged people. And um, Matt Damon is so good in this. I said that, like, that he might be better in this than he is in Ford versus Ferrari. Good. What about compared to the Martian? Mm, yeah, no, he really became a Martian in that. Like, I, I can't. How does he in that movie uh, in Stillwater compare to Philip Seymour Hoffman in, in uh, The Talented Mr. Ripley? I'll ask you another question. How does it compare to Philip Seymour Hoffman Jr.? in licorice pizza and it just came out this year i haven't seen licorice pizza did you know that's his i didn't even know that's a paul thomas anderson uh film that just came out i didn't know that was philip seymour hoffman's son was the star of that i just know that thomas loves philip seymour hoffman from because <laughs> <laughs> don't you just want don't you just want to every woman just once do you remember that line thomas loved that yes anyway still still water i really like i wasn't that interested in seeing it just based on reading the premise and seeing the trailer, but it is, it's, it's, it's one of the, it's definitely one of the best movies of the year. I don't know. I've, I've a hard time like watching Matt Damon chew gum in Ford versus Ferrari. Uh, I don't see how I'll just have to watch the water to see if it's so, a bit hyperbolic to say that he's better in this than Ford versus Ferrari. But I guess you many, said might. Yeah. Have, that's the only thing might that have been he was, like, that's what he does in Ford Ferrari. He just is really good at chewing gum. How many Jason Bournes do you give I would say he does Stillwater? more than that. But How many Jason Bournes what now? How many Jason Bournes do you give Stillwater? I give it um, the first Jason Bourne. Oh, okay. Transition. One thing that... Are, are you guys familiar with the Instagram app? Uh, you guys use Instagram? Yes? No? I, I do. Not, not, not often. I go through phases where I'll post stuff like for a week i'll you know two or three days in a row i'll post stuff and then go months without looking at it define familiar thomas do you I, use the i app? have the app you I you have, have that do, do you use he, it he has an nope. account i have an account i have the app but i don't do, really open it do i follow you never mind it doesn't matter uh, Fargo's anyway. not true though Fargo's so, not true so i use uh, instagram quite often and uh, the other day I was, so, you know, you have Instagram stories, the things that were like Twitter fleets, but like Instagram stories, which are more right. people will post them like videos or whatever it is. 
Uh, and when you're watching those stories, you will also get ads while you're doing it. And the other day, I got an ad for something called established titles. They're, okay. s- they're selling point. I was about to say catchphrase. That's not entirely correct. But like their selling point was like, are you sick of getting bad service? We can help you just buy a title from us and you will instantly see results. Wait a second. All right. So, so what? No, no, no. So, so, so what does this mean? What, so I what could, do you mean? Could I be like a count? Uh, yeah. Like, so, so here's the thing. Or a viscount? What's the difference between a count and a viscount? Which one is buy it? higher? <laughs> yeah, I could just call myself viscount. <laughs> I, I have no. I, I'm sure you can just be a cunt. I'm like I'm not sure how that works. But yeah, what? That was rude. But so so here's the deal. You can buy an acre of land in Scotland in a lordship or ladyship pack that comes with this dedicated land, and then you can call yourself a lord. And if you're a lord and you walk into a restaurant, you are trying to make a reservation, maybe book plane tickets. I don't know. Then you supposedly get better service. Uh-huh. Uh, they have any market research that says that's where in Europe or. No, not, it, it, so, I so, so, so I fact checked this. I fact checked this. I binged it. Uh, it is one square foot, one square foot of land. On a private estate in our daily Aberdeenshire, Scotland, mm. and you get the printable certificate with a crest. Is it laminated? You got to laminate it. Gotta laminate I, it. I, I, I assume you can. You, you the, print it, and then you can do whatever you want with yeah. it. <laughs> like, does it fit in your? Is it wallet sized, or do you got to carry around this case with it? Oh, uh, well, you can make uh, it into like business cards. Uh, uh, I guess it means uh, it depends on how you print it out. I guess they have a um, couple title pack. Uh, it it also says this. Uh, well, anyway, so yes, yeah, so you buy this. If you're a duke, your wife is automatically a duchess, right? I mean, why I, would you have to buy a, a, a your wife a title? Okay, but if I, you're a lord, is your wife automatically a lady? Yeah, I don't think like there are family packs where all There's of no your duke. family members you can't buy duke. You only buy lord or lady. That's yeah, all you can buy. You can't be. I can't be an earl. You cannot. No, but you can, they, they, but you can't buy it. You you can buy. I can name the, my son Earl. <laughs> you can name your son Earl. <laughs> uh, there's the Lord. Yeah, so that's a good question. Like when you die, does your son inherit the title? I would assume so, right? Yeah, if you have yeah. one square foot of land and Isaac inherits it, he would be Lord Isaac, right? Lord Isaac. Yeah. So, Aberdeen, so sure. So there's the lordship pack, there's the ladyship pack, and there's the couple title pack. I also like how they write here that uh, we understand that it may not. We understand that it may not be for everyone. So we have a no nonsense refund policy. They'll give you like the money back, and then you have to give them the square foot of earth back. <laughs> I. I assume that's what no nonsense means, but oh, okay. yeah, I, I was, I was going over you have to there shred for, your, 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 your certificate or I was going over the frequently asked questions. Um, and here's one of the top ones. Can I print out a digital certificate and display it? Yes. Confirm. <laughs> well, the joke's on them because I'll, sh- I'll shred one, but I will have a second copy when I, when I get my money back that I will keep. 
for a lot more money, you can order a printed copy and they'll print nice. it and ship it to you. Oh my gosh. It's totally worth it. Mm. Uh, well, like the planner, so, like, I don't want to print out the planner. Like if I'm going to pay for the planner, I want them to print it and mail it to me. So can I build on my plot <laughs> on your square foot? Yeah. I, want to, I want to build a skyscraper. That's yeah. one foot by one foot. No, the, the, the land has to stay in its natural state. Do I own the mineral rights underneath of that land? <laughs> if oil is discovered underneath the land. No, but I, what I want to know is where, where do they get the idea that, you know, if you're an American and you have Lord in your title, they really think that's going to get you. I don't know. I guess they, maybe, they think maybe people it gets you $50 won't, worth of yeah. over a lifetime. They, they think people just won't laugh at you. You walk into a Walmart in Arkansas and walk up to the customer service counter and tell them you're a Lord in Scotland. I'm sure you're going to get great service. Yes. Oh, so, I'm, so I'm the Lord thing? David Mark Ryan Kinney. Can I cut to the front of the line? No. Oh, so, so Chris, you're not on this website right now. So how much do you think that the regular price for a Lordship title, a Lordship? So, so just not for Meg, not for your wife, just for you. How much? What? What do you think the regular price is for you? One hundred fifty bucks. Ryan, have have you looked at this? Do you have a guess? I know what the couple price is. Oh. I know what the I know what the promotional couple price is. So with promo code with promo code Lord, you can get <laughs> Lord twenty twenty one. Promo you get code 10% Lady off. Lord. Uh, so so the price for a title so that you would be able to call yourself Lord Chris Haberman. Uh, it's two hundred and ten dollars. Uh, the couple price is three hundred and sixty bucks, like the regular price, not the Cyber Monday price, which they are still running five days after Cyber Monday. But whatever. The couple pack is on sale for fifty nine ninety nine. Mm. Sixty bucks. That is some percentage discount. That's pretty good. Ryan, do you think they would have been more willing? to let you scan your groceries at the self checkout if you were a lord hmm. i guess i could just start trying it i mean they're not going to ask me for i mean you already thing. got this other card but if you have both if you have two cards to show them like first of all the store manager gave me this card that says i get to and yeah it's good that you have the card because if you if you are in a situation where you want something and you tell someone i'm lord whatever they will ask for id before they uh, totally treat you like a lord they'll they'll want to see that and if it's just just like your typical like trophy shop certificate you know certificate of merit of achievement like it it's hard to forge a lord uh certificate well yeah totally worth uh, 200 dollars i'm i took a screenshot of the sample one um that they have on their website right now and can you uh, scare it uh yeah so i'll share the screen chat yeah, I'll, I'll show you a screenshot. So I was thinking I could erase the writing that they have there and just type in my own stuff, you know, take it into Photoshop, clean it up a little bit. And then it's got the emblem on it. So. Uh, okay, so I have a serious question. Which percentage of lordships of titles they've sold are not for like a gag gift? 5% are like people who actually want better service. And then yeah, what, 95% what, what, are like, what no, am I going to get my friend for his birthday? Uh, wouldn't it be funny if I made him a lord? No, I, I assume that they have like two target groups, right? So one one are the people you are talking about, like the gag gift, gag gift, whatever. 
And the second group are people with some sort of Scottish ancestry, right? Who think that, oh, it would be cool to own one square foot of land in Scotland and call myself a lord. I, I assume those my are the two targets. My father left me his lordship in Scotland. <laughs> Michael Brennan and Dory. Is that right. what he was talking about? Do we have that- anything else for the regular episode before is- we cut to Afterglow? Are we going to do a uh, college football talk in Afterglow? Let's do it in Afterglow. Okay. I have well, more stuff I mean, for Then too. you guys better sign up for the Patreon. Um, not only does it support the podcast, but you get like really good, solid college football talk. So the thing about the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash SSEopod is that last week we released a Patreon episode, but you didn't see it in the regular podcast feed. So if you want to hear us ramble about other things, sign up, sign up for the Patreon. It almost costs you nothing. It costs you less than a square foot of land in Scotland to call yourself a lord. And you know what? You can call yourself a lord for, like, we won't charge you any extra for that. Yeah, well, you you can you can change your screen name on Patreon, a lord. <laughs> All right, we light a candle. Or lord. Keep it burning. Good night and good luck. Wow.